0: listening to from the Friars podcast the community of Franciscan friars the renewal headquartered in the Bronx, New York City. My brothers and sisters, good evening. We again gather together for this final evening, final mass of the mission. I really pray this these couple of days has been really blessed for you. It's been a holy time for you in this parish and for all that you bring here, for the many joys, the many sufferings, the many situations, whatever's going on in your life, whatever's going on in your heart. I really feel or hope that the Lord revealed himself in a new way to you. And we turn to Our Lady tonight to learn and to be formed and to figure out how we continue on in this Lenten journey, but figure out how we continue on in this pilgrimage of life. Just recently, I've told this story often, but just recently I was at a young adult conference in the Midwest, thousands actually of of young people. And I was having a conversation with this young man, and he was worried and anxious about his life. There's a lot going on. This guy had suffered a lot in his young life. And so he asked me to say a prayer with him. And I I did. And at some point, I really asked the Holy Spirit to reveal to him how much he was loved by the Father. He started to cry. And at the end... He opened his eyes after the prayer, and he asked me, Brother, can you tell me again that the Father loves me? And I said, of course. But it was such a reminder for me, my brothers and sisters, of how much we need to hear again and again, over and over, how much we are loved by God. Amen? Amen. It's not the end of the homily how much we need to hear over and over and over again. And we as friars love to go out and love to preach and love to tell everyone over and over and over again how much the Father loves you. We will never tire of preaching that and never retire of telling people that and reminding people that. And I know the last couple days have been an opportunity for this parish and for, I hope, you individually and personally to experience that truth, that fact of how much you are loved by God our Father. Just recently, I was driving downtown, and I think many of you maybe have seen this. There's a billboard, if you drive down the West Side Highway, that is calculating the national debt. Let's see some nodding, nodding heads. And it's a live count. So it's calculating the national debt, how much money we're spending and how much money we owe. I find it fascinating. And I think I remember correctly, the, the saying on the top is the amount of money that our children and grandchildren will inherit. The national debt. And I thought that was interesting and I, it kind of stuck with me. It was, it was this very, very clear symbol of real struggles and challenges in our country but I somehow came up in prayer and somehow was, was experiencing this image and this symbol. And I experienced something in my own heart about what our sin and what our weaknesses and what our struggles, what our fears, and what our anxieties do to us. And I kind of had, had this image of this counter. That the more we believe the lies of the world, and the more we believe the lies of the evil one, the number keeps going up. I see a lot of nodding heads. And Lent is a beautiful time, but an intense time because we maybe feel our, if you will, our debt a little more. We have a little more space in our lives to experience this stuff that keeps us from experiencing the truth. From experienced life, from experience, if you will, surplus. So, what debt do you bring here tonight? What's making your count, what's making your number go up? Maybe it's family struggles. Maybe it's sickness. Maybe you're frustrated with some of the sins you've been working on. Maybe you're frustrated with your weaknesses. Maybe the scourge of addiction affects you or your family. Maybe you're living paycheck to paycheck. Maybe you've experienced death in your family recently. How we ever experience those things of life and then we we turn it on ourselves and forget how much God wants to be present to us and walk with us in those things and we try to deal with it ourselves. the number goes up. And here's the thing, my brothers and sisters tonight that I want to proclaim. And you know this in the business world. Sometime when the debt gets too high, what do you have to do? Declare bankruptcy. And that sounds like a heavy thing. That sounds like a bold thing. That sounds like an intense thing. But what that says, when the debt's too high is that I can't do anything on my own to make it right. I can't do anything on my own to fix my problems. I can't do anything on my own to beat this sin, or to beat this addiction, or to beat this weakness. And my brothers and sisters, we prayed this opening prayer, and Father said to be attentive to the prayers. Such beautiful prayers. We prayed at the beginning of Mass, Lord God, you placed at the side of your suffering son, his mother, to suffer with him, so that the human race, deceived by the wiles of the devil, might become a new and resplendent creation. Grant that your people may put aside their inheritance of sin and put on the newness of life. My brothers and sisters, it might seem that we have inherited our debt And it might seem that we are stuck with our sin, that we are stuck with our weaknesses, or stuck with the things that frustrate us. But the amazing thing about Mary, our mother, is as she stands at the cross, and as she looks to her son, she reminds us to look at the one who has paid our debt. Amen? The one who has offered his own life, the one who offered everything to take away our sins so we could experience forgiveness and peace and reconciliation, so we could put all that stuff aside and live in relationship with him, no longer living in death, but living in life. And Our Lady, when we look to her, especially at the cross, reminds us of this inheritance. And she doesn't take away those things, but she points us to the one, to look at the one who by his life, death, and resurrection, which we will celebrate in a few weeks, has paid off everything so those things don't rule us anymore. The other thing that she reminds us of our inheritance at the cross, the second thing, which Pope Francis talks about often when he talks about our suffering lady, that she reminds us especially during our suffering, especially during our struggles, is that we are not orphans. The mother at the cross reminded Jesus that he is not alone, that he has a mother who is there with him, supporting him, suffering with him. And the gift in the gospel that Jesus gives us in our mother is the gift of not suffering alone. My brothers and sisters, we have to fight against that orphan spirit. We have to fight against the temptation to think we have to do it on our own, that we have to pay it off ourselves. And Our Lady reminds us that we have a mother to walk with. We have a mother who doesn't, is not overcome by the suffering, by the temptation, by the struggle, but by a mother who gives us grace through her Son, that we can pray to her, that we can look to her, that we can beg for her presence and beg that this pilgrimage of life, once again, that she doesn't take away our suffering, but that she's present in it as our mother. We're not orphans, my brothers and sisters. We're not orphans. And that's why we're very intentional about celebrating this Mass at the end of the mission. And that's why we're very intentional about holding our Lady up as we get into this latter part of Lent. And we're very intentional about bringing our lady center stage as we grow in a relationship with her. Maybe through the rosary. Maybe through the prayer of the Angelus. Maybe through other devotions. But we grow with Mary because she reminds us, my brothers and sisters, of the amazing inheritance we have been given as sons and daughters of God. The ultimate inheritance that we celebrate at Easter that we celebrate when God rose, Jesus rose from the dead. And she reminds us of the glory, of the gift, of the life and the grace, everything that comes from this mystery. And she reminds us, my brothers and sisters, that we're not alone. That we're not alone. We have a mother who walks with us and cares for us. The beautiful gift about the Eucharist is it is a very concrete And vivid presence of our inheritance from Jesus that proclaims always by his presence in the tabernacle and especially his presence on the altar that he has paid it off my brothers and sisters and by the grace he gives us in baptism and by the grace he gives us being at mass and walking with him we experience that new life we beg our lady to remind us once again to tell us again of our inheritance And we look to the cross to see ultimately the joy of life that we receive from him who died for us and will rise again. Amen? Amen. been listening to from the friars broadcast the community of franciscan friars the renewal please visit us at franciscanfriars.com or on social media cfr underscore franciscans